Okay, let's begin Parshas Vayetze. Pax Parsha, let's quickly make a summary. A lot going on in this week's Parsha. So right off the bat, we have him leaving, Yaakov's leaving, and he goes to Armeria, and he takes the 12 racks, and he ends up becoming one. He makes him his back, he makes a nether. Jack to give Miser, and we learn from there, Bushat Tzara, or a thread of a Tzara like Lavan, we're supposed to make Nadarim. He comes finally to the Be'er, with a big stone, and he finds the three flocks over there with their shepherds, and then Rachel comes, and he's doing everything for his mother's brother, Lavan comes, hugs him, he's checking for the money, he welcomes him in, he stays there for a month working for free, and then Lavan says, you I work for free, why don't you come and uh, take some money for it, make a job? So he says, give me Rachel, and they end up switching. He makes a great And then they end up saying seven days later, right after Shevard Rockers, he's going to marry Rachel. And then comes all the Kindlelach, Ruvain through Yehuda. And uh, uh, he, uh, Rachel gets, uh, says, Holy Bonim. Yaakov gets upset. Uh, and then Rachel gives Billa, Dan and Aftali. Then Zilpa, Leia gives Zilpa. You have got an usher. And then comes Ruven with the Dudayim, and he brings it to his mother, and they tra- trade it off. And Yitzhak is willing to born through Leah because of this. Finally, Yaakov wants to leave, and, and Lovin says, stick around for another six years, and you'll make some good money. And Yaakov Taka makes a grace of Parnusa. He empties out Lovin, he becomes extremely rich, all of the different types of, uh, types of toyin. And finally, he packs up to go. He gets a, a, a dream, a malach. He overhears the Bnei Lavan speaking that is uh, nishgit, and he packs up to go. And uh, Rachel makes a run, and she takes the trophim, and Lavan ends up chasing after them seven days. And one day he runs after them, and you have Galade and you got Sedusa. And finally, they say goodbye, and Yaakov sees the malachim at Machanoyim. So the world famous question, why does it say that he left and also where he came? Rashi says, We're not going to go into that. We said it already. A few of them shot him in that. But right off the bat, there's something that I asked as a popper's question, uh, as a macher's question last week. Something I asked at the open house. Something I asked tonight at ETC. What difference does it make if it's two mitzvahs or one? Famous one, right? He left to escape from Esav. That's what his mother told him. And he was running to Haran to fulfill the mitzvah of his father, which is Kibbutz Avim, to find the Zidduch. And therefore he was getting two mitzvahs of Chaim Kedievsky's Medayagdis. And last week's when it says he listened El, uh, El Aviv, El Yimoy. He splits it up, El and El. You see, he was Mamish two seven mitzvahs. I'd like to know, besides for getting extra bonus schar in Oil Maba, two for the price of one, I'd like to know what Navgamina Lalok is. And I put up $20 for this and $100 for this. I didn't get a clear answer. What difference is there between if one parent tells you to do something or two parents tell you? Something that if one parent would tell you, the rabbi would say, don't do it. Rabbi Reisman's going to say, if Rabbi, don't do it. But he say, no, that was easy. But both of my parents told me to do it. Oh, we now go ahead and do it. So I wanted to tell you the big use of Kamina is Talmud Torah. Come on, as a Shiloh. Talmud Torah or a Maisa? You have a choice between learning or doing a Maisa mitzvah. Which one do you do, Rashi says. And the Gemara goes back and forth. Finally, the Gemara says, Talmud Gadol, Shad Talmud Beit Maisa. Torah wins. Why does Torah win, Zagraji? 
because limzu shleim biyadai. Zog Rashi, because Talmud Torah includes two mitzvahs. Talmud Torah is a mitzvah, and it's going to lead you to another mitzvah. So every time you learn something, you're getting two mitzvahs. From there we see that if you have a choice of one mitzvah, or learning Torah, you do two mitzvahs instead of one. You learn Torah. Oh, if your parent asks you to do something, sometimes another mitzvah overrides your parents. If it's a mitzvah she has last day of it overrides your parents. Besides the fact that Father Mamish tells you not to do a mitzvah, you don't listen to your father. You do that thing. But if both of your parents are going to tell you something and you have Hashem Zavedah to do, now you have a choice of a mitzvah she has last day But you have both parents telling you, it could be you listen to them. Now, I don't know about other mitzvahs, but it could be with Talmud Torah. could be with Talmud Torah you'll do that. Talmud Torah, the reason why it's better than another mitzvah is included in Talmud Torah is two mitzvahs. Well, if both of your parents tell you to go ahead, leave down, because they wants to kill you, leave down and find the Shidduch, two mitzvahs, oh, that should win over Talmud Torah. So why is Yaakov going to learn for 14 years? Now he's got two mitzvahs. What? Huh? What was included? They told him to go to go find a Shidduch. So then why is he learning? According to Dovid Milstein's Vart, that Talmud Torah's whole adifas over anything else is because it's a double mitzvah. Well, now you have two mitzvahs of the parents. So one answer is, maybe Talmud Torah is better than other mitzvahs because it's a double mitzvah. But Talmud Torah overrides Kibbut of Aim because it overrides Kibbut of Aim on its own. Where do we learn it from? Yaakov Avinu, he wasn't punished for messing up on the keeping of aim for 14 years. We goof on learning from here. Question is, how did Yaakov know? So one time in the line of Ram Reisman comes up to me and he says to me, but Rebbe, as soon as he left Be'er Sheva, he was already into his mother's mitzvah of escaping from Esau. Now he only has one mitzvah, his father's mitzvah, to go find a shidduch. Ooh, Talmud is more important. Why didn't I give him $100? Because according to Medrash, the base of Medrash was still in Beersheba. He went to learn even before he left Beersheba. Where do you think Yeshiva Shebaver was? In Gaza? It was in Beersheba also. That was the hot spot for, for Yiddishkeit. He went five buildings down the road. He went to the shul and he was learning by Shebaver. And that's why you have the kasha. Why didn't Esav look for him there? It's the most obvious place. And you have to root him to that, which we discussed in the past also. So very good. So bottom line is, it could be he left Beersheba and then there's only one mitzvah. But the manager says he didn't actually leave Beersheba. So Avram Reisman did not get the $100. But I heard a va- beautiful word from Daniel Glassine, B'Shem Lechidah. You ready for this? Yaakov Avinu left to go to Haran. But he didn't end up going to Haran. He ends up stopping off for 14 years. So learn Torah. Listen to this beautiful Keshman. The Gemara asks Shiloh, what should you do first? Learn Torah or get married? Shiloh says, Kedusha. Get married. What do you say? Let's go. Let's do a vote. Learn Torah get married. Why don't you do both? You can't do both. Once you get married, you have a headache on your head. It's not easy to learn as much. Gemara says, Machlokes. Gemara gives two answers. Gemara says, not a Machlokes. Gemara says, Halan Malahu. What does it depend on? If you're going to get married and you're not going to have Panosa, so the uh, Panosa is going to be a headache on your head. You're not going to be able to learn when you get married. So learn first. But if you have a rich Shmer, if you're going to be supported, 
So you're not going to have the daig of parnos on your head? Get married first. You're going to learn Bikdusha B'tayra without any Yetzirah. Or get married first. And you don't have a headache. When Yaakov left, he left as a rich man. He was going to find a shidduch. He came with money and jewels and all sorts of wonderful things to give for a shidduch. Mamela, as a rich man, what comes first? Get married. He's going to Quran. But then Eliphaz came and took everything away. Now he's a poor man. If he's a poor man, he's going to have to die going panasa. Oi, bazoi, Talmateria comes first. So he stopped to learn first and then get married. Wherever it was, yeah, if it was still in Beresheva, right, right. How did he get away from Alifaz? Yeah, he said, don't worry, you can still keep it up the aim by now. Alifaz going to go for that. According to some sheetists, you could fulfill people of the aim by uh, taking all my money and then only causing a maze. Come on, you're talking to Alifaz. Since when is he uh, being makele? <laughs> I'm killing somebody. Yeah, it's just the Medrash says that Yaakov Avinu told Alifaz, just think, if you kill me, who's going to fulfill the curse of being 400 years slaves in Mitzrayim? Oh. It has to be Avram's descendants. Yishmoel is not considered a descendant. And if Yitzchak's only got one side of the family left, Esav, and not Yaakov, you know who's going to Egypt for 400 years? And Oliva's like, okay, I'm not killing you. I don't want to go to Egypt for 400 years. But I have to fulfill Kibbut Aveim. No, we'll be on Kibbut Aveim with Ani Koshiv Kibbut. Okay. Another pshava. Yetzi Yaakov in Be'er Sheva. Yaakov Ruveni brings down. He ran away from Be'er Sheva because he was scared of Avimelech. Avimelech was not a bad guy, but he wasn't such a good guy. The Medrash says, listen to this Yaakov Ruveni. The Medrash says that because of the Shavuah, the oath, the bris, the covenant that Yitzchak made with Avimelech, it caused a delay in Klai Yisrael going and getting Eretz Yisrael. Seven generations. Because of Shavua, Shavua, an oath is like the word Sheva. I don't know, there's some guy Shaykes, or maybe it's because of the seven wells. But because of the covenant that was made with Avimelech, we're not supposed to be making covenants with Goyim. And because he made a covenant and he made a Shavua with Avimelech, seven generations were not getting Eretz Israel. And Yaakov was scared Avimelech going to try to make another covenant with him as well, causing a further delay. And Klai Yisrael going in, so he ran away from Be'er Sheva because he didn't want to get involved in any shvuas, oaths, and covenants with Avimelech. Vayelech Arona! Zagda Yagruveni! Vayelech Arona! Yaakov left Be'er Sheva, but he went to learn in Shevever. Well, then who went to Choron? The Sitra Akra went to Choron. The Satan went to Choron to tell Lavan to prepare for Yaakov and to try to destroy Yaakov. Okay, let's go up so later. So he takes my Avni Hamokim. He takes from the stones of the place. What was the place? My Avni Hamokim. Zok the Pirke the Rebeliezer. You know what the place was? He found a mound of stones on the top of Amaria. You know what the mound of stones were? It was a mound of stones that Avram Avinu put from Akedas Yitzchak. And he took the stones that were on top of the Mizbeach. 
And that's what he used to put around his head. The mashmoyes, though, it sounds like he didn't know where he was yet until later on. He didn't realize. So he just took the stones. It ends up he was taking mamas the stones of Akedis Yitzchak and putting them around his head. Okay, okay, I told you uh, years ago a shot from, from the Strap lawyer that he says, Aryeh Nesher and Kruv, I knew it was on the Kiziakov. Okay, Yesh Hashem. I knew that on the Kiziakov, this Aryeh Kruv and Nesher. But on the the fact that there's a Yud on the Kiziakov, my face is on the Kiziakov. If I would know how great I was, I wouldn't have gone to sleep. I would continue learning and learning, learning. Sometimes knowing how great you are gives you such kaiches to go weiter like you can't imagine. So Yaakov goes and he arrives in Choron, or outside of Choron, and he tells to the shepherds over there, Akai, my brothers! How do you call them brothers? A bunch of goyish, who knows what? Stam shepherd, we say he's considered a ganev. And you're calling him Akai? Calling him brothers? Maybe Daniel Lekapskos, but Rabbi Yonah says, it's also to judge a guy Lekapskos. As a matter of fact, we say, Chesed Lumim even when a guy does something right, you should assume that he was doing it with bad intentions. So how could Yaakov go and call them Achai, assuming the best? Zogdayel is a shakar, based on Rabbi Yonah as well. Bifneyem, you could talk nice. Bifnei Darke Shalom. So in front of them, you could call a guy, yo, bro! And you turn around, stab him in the back. Okay, don't stab him in the back. But behind them, you don't think of him as anything great. You don't think of him as a brother. Oh, look at that. Shh, welcome, welcome. So behind his back, you don't actually think of him as a brother. But in front of him, you could talk to him as a bro. That's Akai. Okay. So it says that Rachel's coming out. Im Hatsoin Hatselavia. What's Hatsoin Hatselavia? Little Rachela? Little Rachela is taking. Hat sign, that sign. It sounds like all the sign. The Medrash says, the Medrash says that Hakadosh Baruch Hu was mocked in Rafuel Amaka, and Hashem sent a plague amongst the sign of Lavan, and he was wiped out. He barely had any cattle, so it should be very recognizable when Yaakov comes and the business blows up and Mama's success like crazy. It should be clear that it came from Yaakov to the extent that Rachel came and she was taking care of all of her father's tzoyin single-handedly, just itself. That's hot tzoyin. Okay. So it says, oh, he sees the tzoyin. That's achi imay. It's unbelievable. The pasuk says, he sees Rachel achi imay. That's a lavon achi imay. And he rolled off the stone and he gave to drink. I mean, now, like, we get it. We know the yichas already. It's achi imoy. Why does he have to say so many times? Zok the maril diskin is beautiful. Zok the diskin. There's a halakha that says you can't get involved between two people. There's a halakha in Bab Metziah. We learned. Who gives you a right to stick your nose into other people's business? There's a Metziah. There's something available. There's a last slice of pizza. Even worse, the last donut on Erev Hanukkah. Erev Hanukkah. On Hanukkah, they're producing thousands. But on Erev Hanukkah, the last donut. And two people are vying for it. And you're the first man on the line, and you were just coming for a coffee. <laughs> Can you grab the donut from one friend over another? Now, the truth is, if it's for sale, it's up to the balabas to sell it to you. And nobody could have any claim. But if it's hefker, it's an aveda or something else, we have a rule. You can't benefit one person to the detriment of another. If you're a third party, if you're not involved, how do you go and butt in and do a favor for one when it hurts another? 
Says Shaila is, it was dangerous to remove this big rock from the top of the well. They used to put the rocks on top of the well to protect from poison, to protect from enemies. For other reasons, there was a reason for it. Also, they, they didn't want to, uh, people to hop around the water, and then there's not enough for others. So everyone has to come together. Equal, equal rights. And here he's coming, he's butting in amongst everybody else. And he rolls it off and he gives to... to Zakna Maril Diskin, the Gemara says that for a karaiv mi basarcha altis that's not called getting involved in other people's business. For a karaiv, there's a mitzvah, you're like one, and you're able to stick up like a karaiv just like the donuts for yourself, even if it's a kavlachim. That's why he keeps on stressing, aki imai. So he comes along, he finally meets Love, and Love is checking him, frisking him, you know, almost like the TSA nowadays. And he checks him, no money, no nothing. He tells Love and everything. It's not Rashi, what's everything? Unbelievable Rashi. Rashi says, But listen to the Lashon Rashi. He's only coming because he was forced. He's running away from his brother. And Alifas took his money. Uh, wasn't he coming for a different reason? <laughs> we started off the whole parsha, the heading of the parsha. He was coming with two mitzvahs. Get away, Zahazim, and find a shidduch. Wouldn't this be a good time to tell Uncle Lavan, you know I'm here for a shidduch? You see from here, Eliezer did that. First thing, right off the bat. First thing, Eliezer walks in, I'm here for a shidduch. That's a... That's the Shadchim. But the Chusim himself on the date? Oh, 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 oh. The Shadchim will let them know. You don't pop the question. It might be too early. And then the girl says, no, it's the end of the Shadach. And Yaakov was very careful not to pop the question. Okay. So it says, uh, I'll give you seven years. Rashi says, those were the Yomim Achodim that his mother said. Yaakov looked at seven years as Yom Nachodim Ba'avot So Yaakov Rashi's trying to be mad with something Don't think that this is a romantic pasuk Oh, Yaakov's love Seven years was nothing for Rachel Others talk and learn Azoy That he had such an appreciation for Rachel Seven years was cheap It was like nothing But Rashi's coming about something else No, his brother said Go for Yom Nachodim Go for a short amount of time He touched up Yom Nachodim to be seven years Nothing to do with an attraction to Rachel. Nothing to do with nothing. He was fulfilling what he assumed. He, made, he was Mashiach. Well, listen to this. There's a medrash that says, it's a chidah. A chidah, I'm sorry, not a medrash. The chidah says, it says, it was kiyom ha'kodim, ba'ahavosoy oisa, in his love for her. Zog the chidah, when the pasuk says oisa, a lot of times you have a drasha, oisa v'loi chaverta. Why did Yaakov pick seven years? You want to hear this beautiful cheshman? He was so scared that Lovin's going to try to switch Leah. For Rachel, he was so scared, he figured out, I'm going to say that I want Rachel after seven years. By then for sure Leah is going to be taken by somebody else. There won't be a possibility of him switching on me because she'll be married already. I'll give her seven years of Shaduchim. And I'm guaranteed the only daughter they could give me is Rachel. That's why he said seven years Bahavosoy Oisa. It was because of Oisa Veloy Chaverta. It was a way 
of avoiding Leah was by setting up seven years. She's the older sister. She's going to be married. But he didn't. He underestimated the power, the tremendous power of tears. And Leah cried and cried, and the Ebershter changed her zivig in Shemayim. And Yaakov became her zivig as well. Okay. So it comes out. And he makes a great of of the whole year, the whole city comes. There's a measure that says they woke in Leah, Leah, Leah. But you want to hear this? Ole, ole, ole. And Targim Yonizim and Azil says, Why the whole city gather together? Listen to this. The people come to the people come to Lavan and they say, Lavan, this guy worked for you for seven years. We haven't seen a drought, a plague amongst the animals. We've been this Baruch. It's very clear. Yaakov came to town and everything's been going good since he's here. We have to figure out a way to keep him. And they suggested to Lavan to do the switch. You hear this? Because they wanted the bracha. This comes into play in an unbelievable thing. At the end of the parasha, when it says that Yaakov ran away, it says Yaakov went three days travel ahead Right? And he's by Hara Gilad. Then it says, Vayugad Lelovan. After three days, Vayugad Lelovan Kiparach Yaakov. How did Lovan know? Who told him? What's that? Why did it take three days? You know what happened? The people of the town came to the well, and for the past three days, there's no water. So the first day, they thought it was a mikra, it was a coincidence. Luck strikes twice, okay. The third day, they realize Karen Tom Kevin Moon, we're learning about public Kappa. Three days in a row, there's not enough water. It must be that Yaakov left. And they came and they told Lavan. That's why you got the Lavan. Okay, so the people of the town, they were very into this bracha. Vine, he wakes up in the morning and what do you know? It's Leah. Why didn't he recognize that's her voice? There's a message that says that why do people have different voices? So that in the darkness, when husbands and wives are together, they can know who each other are, even without seeing them. They asked this kasha by Haman. How could it be that Haman's daughter thought it was Mordechai? The Ben Yoyada, yes. You heard of the Ben Yoyada? Yes, it's Vardy. Ben Ishchai, yeah. Yeah, Ben Ishchai. He says, how could it be that love, that Haman's daughter dumps the toilet on him, thinking that it's Mordechai? Didn't she recognize his voice? The Ben Ishchai says that Haman Zichr saved his street, his own home, to be the last on the list. Because that's where most people know him. So he was hoping that by then he'll be so hoarse that nobody could even hear his voice. <laughs> his daughter didn't recognize his voice by the time he got there. But you see, Klar, everyone's voice is different for this reason. So Shailis, how could Yaakov not know that it was Leah? So one Medrash says Rachel was actually in the room. And whenever Yaakov would say something, Rachel answered. So he thought it was Taka Rachel. But there's another Pshad, Mishnah Sabah, and he doesn't say it to answer this question, but answer something else also. Very interesting. We don't find that Rachel opened her mouth until Hava Li In the entire parsha, Shaduchim, dating, can you imagine going on a date, she doesn't open her mouth? Zagabari <laughs> Cutler! That was what Yaakov loved! <laughs> a lady that doesn't talk. <laughs> it's a nice golly, right? I shouldn't put this on. A nice ligla. Why? Yaakov says it is thing. Rebaron says it is Yaakov's whole thing was his coil. 
Hakoil Koil Yakov. And he understood that the proper balance and completion and zivug for that would be the plach Rochel, the craft of Rochel, which was Shtika. Rochel's plach, Rochel's Shtika. She was silent. She was silent when his, her sister got her husband. She was silent. She, and that's what we have to tell her. Rochel Mavaka, cry. Cry. Don't stop crying. Because her, her thing is she's quiet. She suffers in silence. Rocha, he meets Rachel at the well. She doesn't say a word. He heard from the shepherds that she's uh, his, uh, his cousin. Nothing. She doesn't open her mouth. So Yaakov didn't know what she sounds like. He had no idea what Rachel's voice sounded like. And immediately he thought it was Leah. Okay. So they have a whole bunch of children. Bagad, listen to this. Bagad, Bagad, Bagad. God, by God, right? Good luck. God. Listen to this. God was born on Shabbos. And that's why God, what do we all eat? Three meals on Shabbos? Dug. Fish equals seven. God was born on Shabbos, so he gave him a name. Gimel Dalit. Seven. Gavaldik. Yeah. By God is spelled without an aleph in there. It's base Gimel Dalit, which equals nine. Listen to this. If God was born on Shabbos, when's his brismila? Shabbos. But God was born mahal. So he doesn't have a brismila on Shabbos. If somebody's born mahal, there still is something called that toughest down bris, where we have to do a little incision to get out some blood. But that's not doing Shabbos. The male of God is together nine. His brismila wasn't on day eight. His brismila was on day nine. Comes along, Acha came, Yoldus Abbas, a daughter was born, Dina. And we know, like Rashi says, there was some kind of switch. So some people think it started off as Yosef, it turned to Dina, and Dina turned to Yosef. No! Zonda Targum, you know what happened? They switched places. It's not that Yosef started off as a girl and turned into a boy, and Dina started off as a boy and turned into a girl. So you got a little tomboy and a little very feminine boy. No! Yosef was always Yosef, and Dina was always Dina. And they switched places beneath. As I state. And get ready for halacha. We have to get in some halacha. Listen to this halacha based on this. The Medrash says that when Dina was kidnapped by Shem, who went and saved her? Shimon and Levi. When Shimon comes in, she doesn't want to leave. What's that called when somebody has trauma from their from the master? What? Uh, Stockholm Syndrome. Stockholm Syndrome. She didn't want to leave. She said, no one's ever going to want to marry me. I'm, I'm a piece of garbage. Shimon said, I'll marry you. Frecht, older we showed him, how could Shimon marry Dina? They were brother and sister from the same mother. They were both from Leah. And even then it was Usher. Same father in those days was okay. But from the same mother, even a guy is Nisiachs to the mother. They're not Nisiachs to the father. But guy and this ever within the same family from the same mother. The blood relatives from the mother. So Frecht, how could Shimon marry Dina? They're sisters and brothers from the mother. But if the Hazra'a, really, she started developing as a baby Dina in Rachel's womb. So really, she's Rachel's daughter. They're not brother and sister from the same mother. It's just that they switched. And the Meili was allowed to marry her. Hazoi Paskins the Rush. Is that unbelievable? 
Okay. Get a little here. Okay. Let's go back to Nichasti. So, so Lavan tells Yaakov, Yaakov wants to leave. And Lavan tells Yaakov, I did Nichos, I did some magic, and I see that I was this Baruch, big Lolecha. I was this Baruch through you, so let's make a deal. Let's make a deal. Zogdi, who is this from? Oh, so first of all, Sarachi says, I was this Baruch Bebonim. Until now, he only had daughters. That's why Rif, uh, Rachel was a shepherd. He didn't have sons. And now we finally run the parish. He had sons. So Lovon said, I was this Baruch. Yaakov Avina responds, You're right, or you were this Baruch with me. You started off with very little sheep, and now there's tons of them. There's a little misconnect. Lovon's talking about his sons. Yaakov's talking about his money. Terence is Azoy. Lovon said, I did Nichush, and I see I was this Baruch with Lovon didn't want to admit that his Parnassah was doing better because of Yaakov. Because then he has to pay good. <laughs> Yaakov's a talented business manager. Right? Besides the fact, you don't need magic to tell that Yaakov made the money better. You look, you have a failing business, you bring in a new CEO, a new manager, and everything starts doing well. It's obviously because of Yaakov. You don't need Nikos. Lovin ignored the improvement of his finances. Lovin says, I see you're a Halig mensch. And when you came into my household, I was Nisbarich, Zagrashi, Mitkinder, with boys. I had a bracha, I had boys, because of you. So let's make a deal. I want you to keep around to bring me these spiritual blessings of having baby boys. For that, you don't need more money. Not necessarily a talented businessman. Yaakov says, no, 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 no. When I came to you, you just had a handful of sheep. <laughs> and now you're Nisbarich in your finances because of me. You're going to have to pay. <laughs> Okay, listen to this. <laughs> the Chidah says, the Chidah says that Zakar, this doesn't sound too good, but Zakar is the same Gematria 227 as Bracha. Nekeva is the same Gematria as 157 as Nezek. So, so he says, until now all I had was girls. In the family. <laughs> I was losing everything. Oh, that's why he says, Noilat Ben. When a Ben Zakar is born, is the Srapik on the brings Bracha to the whole family. That's why Swarim was so into the boys. I was I was once in the hospital when I think it was my first. My first no, it was when Eliezer was born, I think. And I was in the hospital the same time as a friend of mine. We both had the same birthdays. And it was a Sephardi friend of mine, and he had a baby girl. And he was literally almost cursing at his wife. Oh my god. <laughs> He was upset. I said, no, it's terrible. Yeah, I couldn't get one. But anyway, you have a Makar that a Zachar is Bracha and a Nekeva is, is Nezek. What's the launch of Nakva Alai? What's the word of Nakva Alai? Listen to this. The Marva Shemesh, the Heilige, we have to throw in a little Hasidus. The Heilige Zaida, the Marva Shemesh says, listen to this. Lavon was trying to get Yaakov to, to ruin Yaakov's Avodah Hashem. He says, Arami Oyvidavi. Love and Arami tried to destroy my father. He says, Arami Oyvidavi means, Love and Arami tried to destroy my father's. Avi comes from Lashem Ta'eva, appetite. Yaakov Avinu had an appetite for one thing and one thing only. Taira, that's it. L'shem Shemayim L'shma. Love and tried introducing to Yaakov, Loy L'shma. So he tells Yaakov, Nichashti, Hashem Biglalecha. Hashem bless me, Biglalecha. He says, Golol. Anybody know what Golol is? You looked about in Babakama, what's Golim? 
Lullaby refuses to waste his manure from the animal. Lovin says, I was benched just from your shirayim. Dainu, you're serving Hashem Lashma. What's the Gemara saying? If you learn Torah you get If you learn Torah you get Arichos Yamim. In fact, if you learn Torah you don't get Oishev Akavid. So you yeah, you get that too. You get that too. Zag Lavin, you're so Lishma that I was this big lalecha, like like the garbage that doesn't even get mentioned. I got Oishev Akavid from your galalim, from your garbage, from your waste. From your Paris Milam Hazah, from your doing things, Lushma. Nakva lie like a Nakeva. Nakeva is always a recipient. There's self interest, there's Midas Hadim. Let's do things, Lushma. Then Mamish are going to be benched. Can you imagine? Then it's like Mamish the Pazik. Oisha the Chavoid. Mabur is a woo. That's what he was trying to introduce. All right, and then Yaakov said, No, thank you. I'm sticking my guns. I serve Hashem Lishma. If there's going to be Paris by Lamazah, great. If not, not. That's not, my, not going to be my Kavana. Okay. It says that Yaakov Vino is Nisborich Vayat Vayifroitz Ha'ish Mo'oid Mo'oid The Gal Yeraza brought down the Yaakov Roshim Yaakov Vino says Azoi What's Pratty had so much sheep? There's a medrash that says he had 600,000 shepherd dogs for his I don't know how many sheep It's different medrash crazy numbers Now I don't know if these numbers are supposed to be taken literally or not but Mo'oid Mo'oid Zog the Gal Yeraza the Torah, Dovart Siva Leavdar. Hashem originally was going to give Matan Torah to the thousandth generation of mankind. But we weren't going to make it. It would be such a decline in humanity, we weren't going to make it. So, what did Hashem give Matan Torah to? Which generation? The 26th generation. So, this tough, tough Ayan Dala generations that are missing from the world. 974 generations. Zag the Galia Raza, the Neshamis, the sparks of the Neshamis, of all those people that we were supposed to wait for Matan Torah for, they were in Yaakov's sheep. 974 generations of Neshamis, still hundreds of thousands of souls, those were Yaakov's sheep. And when Yaakov brought those sheep down to Mitzrayim, can you imagine the same sheep? He brought those sheep down to Mitzrayim. Those sheep, when they ended up dying in Mitzrayim, they became Megulgal in the Yidin that were born in Mitzrayim. And those were the Vayifritzu, Vayishritzu, Mema'oid, Ma'oid, Klaisal, six, six in one thing, Mamash like animals. They had six babies in a shata, Ma'oid, Ma'oid, because those Neshamas had to come back because we had to have a thousand generations before Matan Torah. So they came in animals, and then they came in people, and then most of them died out before Yitzhiyaz Mitzrayim, and we just like the 600,000 Yidin getting Matan Torah itself. Okay, there's still a lot more to say, but we, we have to finish. We'll just quickly share something with you. Ah, oh, we have to teach a halacha. It says, Yaakov Vinu tells Lavan, I served you day and night, in the night cold, in the day heat, I served you. Zagda Rabman, Hilchaz Chiris, Perik Yud Gimel, Halacha Zayin, that a soicher, a pile, has to serve his boss bechol koichoy like Yaakov. Now, was Yaakov actually chayiv to stay up at night? The Gemara Mitzvah is this. A poil normally doesn't have to stay up at night. You hire him for a day job, it's a day job. At night you go to sleep. Yaakov had to stay up at night. What's pshat? Zog the Gemara 
if you make up with the person that you should be like the security of the city, like the security, the chazone masa, the security of the city, security of the city is available 24-7. They have to be on guard 24-7. And love on made up with Yaakov, that type of condition. That type, and, if that, and if that's the case, it depends on what you made up. And based on this, there's Allah also that a Rebbe or a Payal has no right staying up late. What do you call a Rebbe who stays up all night learning? A grouch the next morning. <laughs> what do you call a Rebbe who decides to fast or have pasba melech toichel for breakfast? A grouch in class. You can't teach properly. You can't teach with love. And there's a lot, it's not just with Rabbein, but any poil. Any poil, you don't have rights to do things the night before that's going to affect your peilus, it's going to affect your work the next day. That's called stealing from your balabas. That's how look that we learn from Titan MS Liyakov. One last thing, it says Yaakovina goes to Machanoim, he sees all these angels. Bunch of different shot Who are these angels? So some say it's the angels that escort every single person. It's a good malach, a bad malach. They escort you. Rashi says the, the malachim of, of Eretz Yisrael and Chutzlaretz. Gaya Raza says, who are these malachim? These are the malachim, the neshamas of Avram and Yitzchak. But Yitzchak was still alive. Teretz says, we already learned that by Akedis Yitzchak, Yitzchak's neshama left him. And he got a new neshama. That's how he was able to have a zivah garifka at that time. It was the original neshama of Yitzchak that came to protect him now when he was leaving. One more pshat in the Machanoyim. There's a Zoyar. I don't understand it. You guys are welcome to give me pshat. It says that he saw Malachim that were crying still from the Akedah. By Aramaria. Yes, we want. Calls of... Seventy-four generation, like worlds, before this. Seventy-four worlds. Yeah, before this.